0: Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. So welcome back again to the second part of Sacred Space in West Limerick 102. Still joined by these beautiful ladies, Martin and Antoinette on the other end of the telephone all the way from County Meath. This Sunday, as everybody knows, um, is the Feast of Corpus Christi, the Feast of the Body and Blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, It really goes back, uh, in, in terms of being celebrated as a feast, I believe it goes back to about the 12th century when there was a person by the name of Julian of Lige, um back there, and I believe she, she, she was spoken to actually by Jesus and asked to do something in terms of making, the, making Corpus Christi, ma- making the, the Feast of the Body and Blood of Christ um, much more aware throughout the whole world. So, it, 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 the Feast of Corpus Christi is one of the five occasions in the year, actually, when a diocesan bishop, bishop is not to be away from his diocese, apparently. And the reason is because, obviously, uh, Corpus Christi processions and so on and so forth. And tradition has it that Catholics take part in the processions through the streets of the neighbouring uh, parish, or followed by uh, following Mass and and, and prayer and, and singing. And the Eucharist, known as a Blessed Sacrament, is placed in the monstrance and is held aloft by a member of the churchy, during the procession, after each procession, pari- parishioners return to the church where benediction usually takes place. When instituted in the year of the fifth Pope, Benedict, Pope Benedict XVI declared that on a Sunday, the second of June, two thousand and thirteen, at five p.m. Rome time, the Pope would preside at a Eucharistic ho- ho- um, adoration in St. Peter's Basilica in the Vatican, in communion with all the bishops and all the diocesan communities around the world. So last year and again this year Pope Francis indeed is going to celebrate mass in St uh, in the in the in the Basilica of St John Lateran and following mass he, he's going to lead a traditional candlelight procession through the streets of Rome from the Basilica of St John Lateran to the Basilica of Mary Major just over a mile away. And of course I'm sure it's happening all over Ireland but just to remind people again in our own County Limerick here, uh, Bishop Brendan will lead a Corpus Christi procession uh, today. And this will begin at Saint Joseph's Church at, after five thirty PM Mass this evening. That's about six fifteen, and it'll tra- travel prayerfully to the Marie Repatrice Repet- Convent, Laurel Hill Avenue, South Circular Road. where it will conclude with benediction. Children who receive their first Holy Communion throughout the diocese are particularly welcome to attend Mass and join in the procession of the in the Holy Communion attire. But this particular program um, this morning, I really want to concentrate on uh, what Antoinette has to say to us in terms of adoration for children. We did have it on last year. A lot of people said, "Is there any chance we can get that lady on again from County Meath and tell us all about it again?" (laughs) So again, welcome Antoinette, Um, and again, uh, such a wonderful ministry you've got there in terms of um, getting involved with the Eucharistic adoration for children. How did you get involved with that now in the first place, anyway?
1: Um, well, just good morning again to everybody, as uh, John, Martina, and Anne, and to all the listeners um, down there in lovely Limerick. Um, well, in two thousand and twelve, um, John, I myself, and uh, my my husband actually, and our two girls, we were just asked to help out, like many people, and um, did the. It was the year of the Eucharistic Congress, so it was June two thousand and twelve. So we were just asked, um you know you could you could volunteer, you could put your name forward as a volunteer, and in Marion Road was the particular um parish that we were involved in.
2: Mm.
1: we were just actually asked to um site manage Marion Road uh, that particular for that particular week. and um, now it also involved bringing children to um and it was dedicated more to children and younger people that particular site during the week of the congress so there was about maybe eight or nine of us involved in the actual overall um, uh, organising of, of that particular event. Now, I my job, of course, was actually to invite or try and get people, you know, parents, children, schools, um, families, basically, that were interested in coming to find out a little bit more about the Eucharist. And, you know, and that's really what the Eucharistic Congress was about. It was all centred around the Eucharist. So, um I basically just, you know, I um, did what I was supposed mm-hmm. to do, as they say, and mm-hmm. we were very blessed to get maybe about 1,500 children in all, between schools and families, and different parishes, to, to come to Marion Road and to, I suppose, experience their faith through, um, you know, catechetics, through arts and crafts, through faith and fun, and then ultimately to be brought to the church and spend time in front of the Blessed Sacrament for about maybe 10 minutes or so and just to explain to the children you know, who they were in front of who this, you know, person as in Jesus Mm. um, you know, our Lord and God and how he was present and, you know, for them I suppose um, this was amazing for a lot of children because, you know, a lot of children they weren't even all Holy Communion age some children were only 4 and 5 some were a little bit younger and so many questions to ask but how can he fit in there and how can he how can he get in there and hmm. you know like I mean find hmm. a hmm. child I mean that's only that's very normal you yeah. know hmm. um, and even the tabernacle like they couldn't figure out you know how can somebody fit in the tabernacle yeah, you know yeah. how, can, how can he live in the tabernacle lovely and does he have does he have a dishwasher and does he have persons and yeah, does he have yeah. you know just the simple things because you the know, things. they were explaining this is Jesus' home uh, so they were assuming I suppose that Jesus had the same in his house that yeah, they had in theirs. Lovely, and I suppose that's the beauty and and the purity that you're dealing with with children. You know, they're so open, and they're just so, um you know, they 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 see things as it is. And you know, I suppose when you bring them then in front of um, of the Lord, they're just so open to receive and um, receive all the gifts and graces that the Lord is going to. Over them when when they're at his feet, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 really um, it you know it, it sort of opened my eyes, I suppose. That was 2012, and you know I was always in my faith, and 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 I had a deeper, I suppose, um, encounter with the Lord in 2009. Well, maybe 2006, and then further again 2009. Um, but it was probably just part of my own personal journey, mm-hmm. and the Lord was bringing me along, obviously, to do this work and um, you know at the time this is the beauty about God he, he surprises us along the way all the time and we never know what he's going to
0: no, once you say no yes, we all know that <laughs> yeah.
1: you don't know what yeah, he's going to do no. with you know so um, yeah it's just been open to his graces and just I suppose we really need to recognize the grace that that he gives us you know and that he shows us and um, he, he gives graces to people every day every single day
0: um,
1: and I think we just
0: and would you think you know, well I mean obviously your experience with the children that, that, that they they really do believe that Jesus has a relationship with
1: them oh yeah totally I mean when you know when let's say I would visit the school initially let's say I would go in and I would do a presentation of an hour in the classroom mm. to the Holy Communicants and possibly in some schools the teachers may want Heard and fourth as well to be in because they'd say, well, these children made the Holy Communion, but they never experienced anything like this before. So it depends. Some schools vary um, in that. But um, normally we concentrate on the Holy Communion class that's in preparation for the Holy Communion the following May. But those children, um, you know, I think once everything is presented to them and they have time to actually, you know, ask questions and find out more and actually speak about Jesus they've so much, they've so much to ask. They, and they've thought, so, they want to know so much because I suppose it's just something, you know, most things they have and they see mm. and they're, you know, obviously within human, you know, context, like mm. every day of the week we can see and we can hear and we can, we can use the senses and that. But, you know, I suppose with God and with Jesus, if they don't um, understand, you know, or if there's, it's very important that the faith is there that, you know, and especially from home that they're getting it from home is that this is, you know, the the primary teachers really are the parents and you know, it's very important for us as parents to actually really guide the children along and to explain um, about God and about Jesus, you know and then, you know, as they move on into school and move on into their community they have an understanding then of who God is and who Mm. Jesus is you know, and when they come then, you know to do the program, and when we actually then bring them, you know, from the presentation to the church and actually place them in front of the Blessed Sacrament and explain then, you know, whatever little questions they have. They really do. They have a strong a strong belief, John. They, they just they sit there and they look at the host and they just go, you know, Jesus, can you help my mommy? Can you help my daddy? Can, you know, they, they straightway have this confidence in the Lord
0: so tell me how does a typical program work so I mean well first of all is you make the presentation in the school isn't that right
1: yeah so there would be an hour's presentation an
0: hour's presentation and that yes.
3: involves
1: that involves basically going into the classroom and um, you know it would involve um, speaking to the children maybe but the two sacraments they're going to receive that year which is their uh, first confession mm-hmm. the Holy Communion and then we show them a DVD um, it's a little um, DVD called The Bread of Life, and we would show that to them, it's about 20 minutes long they really enjoy it now, they absolutely love mm. um, watching it, and it's, it's, you know, it's very good, it's a cartoon, but at the same time very catechetical and getting mm. the points across that mm. they really need to hear and then um, they, we would from the, after the video then there's a lovely little story about Left of in it, which actually would lead on to uh, what adoration is and about receiving Jesus spiritually. Which you know some of your listeners this morning are maybe in that position mm. to receive spiritually. So, you know, it's it's an it's amazing how the children actually um they just want to know so much, um, John. They have so many questions and then we would move on and we just actually show them the monstrance, give them a, you know, just explain to them the special vessel it is. Yeah. And then that ultimately would lead on then to us going to the church. So when they go to the church Oh, they know then, they're not asking what this gold thing up in the altar. Now mm-hmm. they know that it's the monstrance. Now they know that's where Jesus is placed, and now they know that's where they can come in a door and speak to him, you know.
0: So when you bring the children into the church, what's the program then? What, what happens then?
1: Well, we bring them into the church. There's a half an hour led sort of program for the children. Mm-hmm. Because naturally, well, we all know that adoration is is silent you know what i mean mm-hmm. like for adults and mm-hmm. yeah. as we go and we understand adoration but for children who have never been to adoration before we the first year most definitely anyway we would have to to lead them um through the program so you know naturally the best start would would be exposed we explained to them then that this is jesus now here present in the monstrance and that we're going to have some prayer time and we're going to have um you know, we're going to have some prayer. We're going to sing. We're going to, um, and just have some quiet time with Jesus and let Him speak to their little hearts as well. So it's led, but you know there is a certain amount of silence in it as well. And um, so the leader, um, you know, of the particular area um, that, or are like I would normally, let's say, you know, maybe go to the area or and the person then that would take over mm-hmm. after I'm gone. They then just would lead every month. They would lead the children then in adoration every month. They would follow the programme. It's a very simple programme. I know Martina is there with you this morning. Yeah, she'll yeah. share with us after that, yeah. Martina mm. does the uh, adoration with the children there in Abbeyfield. And I think this is probably the, Martina's, the end of Martina's second year probably just did, um, I think. And, uh, you know, it, it's initially, uh, some of the leaders would have found it may be daunting as such to start this and whatever. But once they've you know get into it and that it's absolutely amazing because the Holy Spirit guides the whole thing anyway um, John and once the leader is in tune with her or his own faith and they you know have really I suppose that you know interest in the children and the love for the Eucharist and the love of bringing the children to the Eucharist well then you see the Holy Spirit can really act it's amazing
0: just, uh, just share with us uh, just before we chat with Martina there um what sort of prayers do the children pray or what's uh, do they ever recount uh, as to what Jesus might have said to them or
1: oh they would I mean you know when we when we normally uh, the Blessed Arkham is exposed so the children would intercede maybe their own personal prayers and then we would at the end of the intercession we would sing the Our Father the lovely Our Father that we would would sing with them there's a reflection then, and that reflection is a letter style. So basically, it's Jesus speaking directly to the children. But we're also using, you know, um, you know, pieces from the Bible. You know, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. you orphan, or you know, how much Jesus loves the children. You know, they're very simple little letters, but they're directed um, straight to the child. And mm-hmm. the child at that stage looks directly at Jesus in the Eucharist. So it's very important that they're, you know they're connecting with the lord and that they realize that it's actually jesus that's speaking to them now so it's after that reflection time that they actually then prostrate so they actually go down into like a little bundle and mm. um, we then as leaders encourage them to speak to jesus and to allow jesus to speak to them and we often say to the children you know open the little door of your heart and let jesus come in and they do because i mean they're expectant that's the way children are mm. they want you know so we're telling them Jesus is going to speak. Well, we're well, they're there and they're saying we're we're waiting and listening. <laughs> yeah. So um, normally we would play maybe a little bit of quiet music during that time, and then they have their own little conversation and prayer time with the Lord. And it's amazing what they come up with after. Um, John, you know, we might just say to them, you know, did you get to speak to Jesus or did you experience Jesus as? Um, you know love and peace today and you know a lot of them will actually turn around and say to you oh well, jesus said to me you know one boy actually said to me there more recently i was in Wexford, and he said to me i was just amazing like out of the mouth of babes and mm-hmm. he just said to me i asked jesus how do we get to heaven which is a very fair question and you know yeah. children it's mm-hmm. straight to the mm-hmm. point yeah. and there's no beating around oh, yeah. with them and i was i said to him um, Okay, and I said, "What did, what did Jesus, you know, respond Mm-mm. to me, or what did he say?" And he said, "Oh, yeah." He said he told me that I can only go to heaven through the small door.
0: Not very good.
1: fantastic.
0: Um, <laughs> I nearly um,
1: now. I mean, which I shouldn't have. Uh, but uh, uh, I nearly, you know, sort of. Like, wow, I think. Wow, you know, Fred. Scripture. Uh, no, yeah. Have I like and but Father. um, Redmond was there as well, yeah, yeah. and Father Redmond was just taking his head. With it. He was just thinking this was amazing, like to hear this, like coming out of a little child. Um, and
0: Isn't it wonderful? wonderful. It's just wonderful.
1: It's wonderful, done. Yeah, it
0: really is. At this stage now, I just want to bring in Martina yep. to, you know, to, to to keep the local connection there. Uh, and I will be able to believe, uh, Antoinette said you've, you've been involved with this children's celebration for two years. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're nearly coming up with it to your first anniversary on this program. No, no, it's not that long. It's only been <laughs> six months. But anyway, can you tell us about the, well, first of all, how did you get involved? And then the experience...
4: Yeah, well, briefly. I met Antoinette in Knock. Okay. She had a, um, she was involved in a presentation with Net, Net Ministries mm-hmm. in Knock, and I brought my children up. Uh, and that was last June, twelve months, mm-hmm. and was very impressed with her. And then uh, then we went from one room into another. Um, we were with Net Ministries first, and then Antoinette was doing her presentation inside in the following room. And I just went into a huge room with loads of people mm-hmm. with my ch- and my children were up they Mm. were told to go into the centre of the room and I sat down beside this couple that I never knew and Mm. I just said to them, my goodness, this is fantastic, I'd love to bring this to my parish and the man said to me, well she's my daughter so I'll introduce you
0: There you are, and off you went So the experience so far? Okay. Well, no,
4: I can tell you when, when um, the, I suppose I did three quarters of the first year and then I had to do the presentation in the school this year and mm-hmm. I was like St. Peter asked to be, being asked to walk on water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can yeah. tell you because yeah, it wasn't yeah. the easiest thing to do. But yeah. I, having said that, I'm at the, I, I did my last adoration with the boys' school just last week and I have to say yeah. it's the most rewarding year I've ever had. And, them. you know, I have the kids, uh, you know, I gave them a little note where I asked them to just write, you know, Dear Jesus, I love adoration because... Okay. And I collected them from, well, I haven't mm-hmm. collected the girls mm-hmm. yet, but mm-hmm. I'll just, I'll just read, it, read out a few. Please, yeah. Um, Dear Jesus, I love adoration because it is nice, because you see Jesus and you speak to him. Lovely. Dear Jesus, I love adoration because we learned new things about Jesus' life. Dear Jesus, I love adoration because you have a lot of time to pray to Jesus and you get to kneel down in peace and silence. You get to see Jesus in the monstrance. You get to see the bread of life. You watch Jesus. Now, they've all painted monstrances and crosses underneath their little notes. And I love adoration because I learn new stories and I am with my friends and I also see God too. And then he has two monstrances drawn and a big cross in between.
2: The
0: age group? No, eight. it's a, eight years They're, just, they're eight. just, well,
4: they're first class, so seven and eight. Lovely. Yeah, so, you know, and uh, the boys in particular, they were, like, the first time they did the prostration, they were fidgety and they were nudging each other and they were, mm-mm, you know, mm-mm. trying to talk to each other. And the last time I, 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 I pointed it out to them, they prostrated, there wasn't a murmur, mm. they were so much at peace in the presence of God, it was just incredible to watch. And and you know, I, as well as that, like you know, the feedback from the teachers. Um, both teachers have said to me, you know, th- you know, th- that Jesus doesn't just just bless the children; mm. he's blessing me. Yes, that's and that's and my faith is growing mm, as a result of this. Mm, 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 mm. And he's also blessing the teacher, the teachers. Mm, mm. But we all always pray for th- for the other teachers in the in the schools. Mm. And, you know, I bring the the Jesus uh, to the boys' school because it's too far away for them to travel. I've got special permission from Father John. Mm. And, you know, I always say to the boys that, like, Jesus' grace goes through walls and ceilings, that all of the boys mm. and teachers yeah. are blessed, yeah. you know, through their prayer. And we had two instances in Abbeyfield where we had one man who had an, a bad accident. And um, I was due to have adoration the following week, and we prayed specifically for the man. And their actually their family heard about it that the children were praying and they were so thankful and that man has recovered remarkably. Well, and then mm. the, the, the new principal in the girls' school, her husband's best friend, had needed to have sixteen hour brain surgery in England. Wow. Well. And she rang me on a Monday morning saying, Martini, can you come to the church? We need to have a special adoration half hour. This has happened. I want to pray in petition. So we came and we spent the whole half an hour um, praying specifically for the, you know, the consultant and the anaesthetist and the man and his family, and that man came into the school last week to thank the children for the that one. That
0: wonderful. Martina, would this be typical now, just the experiences there? Uh, sorry, Antoinette. Would this be the experiences that Martina has just recounted there of a typical?
1: They are, because, you see the likes of martina there martina has you know she has that love and that faith in, mm, in the lord mm, mm. and that's very very important and she's bringing that to the children mm. and then the lord is allowed to he's able to act then through martina's witness and her belief. you see the holy spirit is 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 the person in action here now that's why you know, it's so powerful because you've got these little children who are very pure and and, and mm. very prayerful mm. and very reverent in front of the Lord. Then you have somebody leading them who has a faith and a belief in the Lord and then you've got the Lord on the altar. And like what more could you want really? Because this is where the miracles are happening. I mean, we're actually you know, this really struck me. I was I was away on silent retreat for a week in America there, um, just two weeks ago, John, and mm. It was just absolutely powerful. It was very, very powerful to have so much time in front of the Lord and, you know, recapping on different things. And even just personally from my own journey, you know, and especially, you know, to to see what the Lord wants for this ministry because, you know, we have to keep asking him. We have to. It's not my ministry. It's not any of our ministry. No, that's right. It's his. Mm. And I just have to listen to him as well. So this is why, you know, I can understand that way Jesus used to say, come away and pray now out to the mountain, he used to say to the disciples, and he had to go away himself as well. Um, now, if God himself had to pray, well, I definitely have to pray. <laughs>
2: so, yeah. Yeah. Mm. You
1: know, and when I was there, I was, you know, it was it was really, really unbelievable. I was saying, I am sitting in front of Jesus. I am sitting in front of, you know, the second person of the Trinity. I am sitting in front of the Trinity, ultimately here.
2: Mm-mm.
1: And I am sitting in front of Jesus, the same Jesus who walked the earth, the same Jesus who healed, the same Jesus who prayed, the same Jesus who loved, the same Jesus who forgave, and ultimately the same Jesus who shared himself at the Last Supper, supper for us, The you know, the sacrificial lamb. Yeah. The same Jesus that did all of this, all for us, all just for me for you john for martina for anne Mm -hmm. for all of us and it's pretty awesome and amazing when you actually take time to sit and look at the lord and actually say okay behind the veil of the eucharist here sits our king our god and it is just so amazing you know what i felt during that time is the more i read scripture the more i read the word in front of the word because literally, that's really where the power is—is is actually reading Scripture in front of the Word. Because mm, mm. the Word is God, and the God and God is that's the Word. That's nice, and yeah. Mm. And we're sitting in front of, of of the Lord, and He is feeding us through Him. Like He's feeding us through the Word, and you know, you are actually entering His life through mm. the Word. And you're sitting in front of the Eucharist, and you are entering the mystery of His life, death, and resurrection.
0: Lovely. Now, just before we go, because I'll have to take a break now in a minute, but if somebody was interested in maybe finding out a bit more about this, maybe to contact yourself, for instance, how would, how would they go about that?
1: Yeah, well, basically, um, they they could contact me by email. So my email is moynihan, M-O-Y-N-I-H-A-N, mm-hmm. dot Antoinette, A-N-T-O-I-N-E-T-T-E, at gmail.com
0: and of course if somebody wants so wants that again um, it'll be up on our blog but also if they want to contact me I, I can certainly pass it on
1: yeah absolutely and uh, I mean the email is there it's probably the probably the handiest way because sometimes you know yeah. you might give phone numbers but like I, sometimes it's, it's sort of easier for me nearly by by mail and if somebody locally too wants to contact Martina Martina can also give her email address there as well yeah. and uh, you know, I mean, yeah. Martina then can easily be in contact with me if there's new schools or whatever, because we want this to spread. So, you know, um, Martina would be, you know, a leader in that in that neck of the woods. So mm-hmm. it's great to, to have other people around the country that we can, you know, uh, tune in with as well. John,
4: can I just say, mm-hmm. when the children realised that I was having their, uh, their last adoration, they were so disappointed. Ah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was, we were actually, sp- uh, we had our adoration meeting with the adoration team on Wednesday night, and I was telling Father John and Father Joe, mm. and uh, we were trying to come up with solutions as to how, you know, mm-hmm. you could um, but I mean, there'll be a crossover like f- in next year now for, for classes, but there will be, the, the, you know Keen, like my son, got Holy Communion this year I was so fortunate that Roisin mm. was in the class last year, uh, or two years ago and Keen was in the class this year, now he's moving on
2: mm-hmm.
4: but, you know, they, they just love it Thanks, they just love it and they just want to be you know it's a, a pity they can't be exposed to it more often yeah.
0: the spirits will lead all of that mm-hmm. in the meantime i better go and take a break guys um, Antoinette you you picked a bit of music there you'd like us to play
1: yeah the, um, I think it's Draw Me Nearer yes yeah Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's a lovely piece actually um, and uh, hopefully hopefully the listeners will enjoy it.
0: Let's hear this, though. Thanks.
1: Okay.
3: For your nearness, Lord, I hunger For your nearness, Lord, I wait Hold me ever closer, Father With such a love I can't escape for in slow to be here
2: Sacred Space on West Limerick 102.